From Upstate Medical University in Syracuse, New York, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Many people put preventive health care on hold during the COVID pandemic, and for providers working to reduce the transmission of the virus that causes AIDS, one of the challenges has been to continue providing HIV treatment and pre-exposure prophylaxis. Here to talk about what's known as PrEP is Nikki Ruskowski. She's an education specialist from Upstate's Department of Pediatric Infectious Diseases. Welcome back to HealthLink on Air, Nikki Ruskowski. Thank you for having me back. It's nice to be back. Well, I'd like to begin by asking you to tell us what PrEP is. Is this a, a daily pill? Right, yeah. So PrEP stands for pre-exposure prophylaxis, and it's a daily medication. So somebody who is concerned about their risk for HIV can take this medication, this pill once a day, and while they're taking the medication, it's over 99% effective at preventing HIV. So it's a great solution for anyone who's worried about contracting HIV. Is it for men and women? It is. Anyone who is at risk for HIV uh, could consider taking PrEP. What's the typical age that you've seen of someone who's um, taking PrEP? We have folks of all ages across our two clinics. I think the youngest that we have had maybe a 14 or a 15 year old with very unique uh, circumstances. We can prescribe to uh, kids under the age of 18. They don't need parental consent. And then we've got um, folks on PrEP in their, I think we have someone in their 80s, you know, so it spans the whole, uh, you know, the whole, lots of different people, lots of different ages, uh, all sorts of different people with all sorts of different backgrounds, uh, different races, different sexual orientation. Uh, we have a whole range of different people who have decided to take PrEP to stay safe from HIV. Well, how effective is PrEP at preventing, you know, sexually transmitted HIV? And does it uh, also prevent HIV transmitted through injectable drug use? It does. It's very, very effective for both. And one of the things that decides how effective it is, is how often people remember to take their medication. Um, much like many other medications, if you remember to take it as it's prescribed in this case every single day, if folks take it every single day, then it is incredibly effective. And some studies have shown that it's over 99% effective at preventing HIV. If people forget to take it once in a while, then it's not quite as effective, but this is an incredibly effective way to prevent HIV both through sex but also through injection drug use. Does PrEP protect against any other sexually transmitted disease? It doesn't. And so what we work to do with our patients who are on PrEP is to work with them on a risk reduction strategy. You know, everyone is able to make their own choices about what they want to do, but we want to make sure that our patients are really well educated about the risks of other STIs because PrEP does only prevent HIV. And that's fantastic because HIV really is, it adds a lot of challenges to someone's life if they become HIV positive. It, it really is the STI to avoid. I mean, you would want to avoid them all, but uh, ideally we want to keep as many people HIV negative as possible. So it is very effective against HIV, but offers no protection against other sexually transmitted infections. So patients who are on PrEP, we're going to see them typically every three to six months, and we're going to do STI testing 
when they come in for those visits. And like I say, we're going to kind of work with them to give them really good education so they really know how to protect themselves and hopefully empower them to make choices that put their health and wellness at the forefront. Are there side effects to be aware of if you're taking PrEP? For the most part, no. Most of our patients don't experience any side effects. We know that in the first month, some people might uh, experience mild headaches or a little bit of GI distress, you know, kind of upset stomach. And sometimes we see, you know, we see that in the odd patient, but for the most part, people don't have those side effects that are often associated with HIV medications. Uh, people tend to do really well on, on there are two medications um, that are approved for use uh, for PrEP, Descovy and Travada. And uh, typically uh, folks tend to do really well on them with little or no side effects. Do the PrEP medications, do they interact with any other medications that someone might be taking, be it hormone pills or birth control pills or, or any other kind of medication? No, I mean, there are some very obscure <laughs> medications that you might, uh, you know, want to watch for an interaction with, but for the most part, no, you know, the, the medications that you talk about, like birth control or hormones, uh, no, no interactions there. So people can take both. Uh, we do have many of our patients who are, um, on a birth control pill, for example, or who are taking hormones. One of the clinics at Upstate that we provide PrEP, inclusive health services, we also do LGBTQ specialty primary care. And through that, are offering services like hormones to trans and gender diverse patients. So there is certainly is some crossover here. And, and we know that uh, transgender women uh, particularly do uh, experience a higher burden of HIV. So we do see higher rates of HIV in trans women, um, they're disproportionately affected. So that's often, you know, we it's ideal that we're able to offer folks really good quality primary care and, and provide PrEP along with that to make sure that their um, sexual health is taken care of, but also to make sure that their uh, uh, all-round health is, is in a good place and that they're able to access gender-affirming hormones as well. You're listening to Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Nikki Ruskowski. She's an education specialist from Upstate's Department of Pediatric Infectious Disease, and we've been talking about pre-exposure prophylaxis or PrEP. So how does someone decide whether they should take PrEP? Um, how do they know that they're at risk for HIV? This is often the most difficult thing, I think, because it's such a gray area. You know, at what point does exactly does somebody say I'm at enough risk to consider PrEP? And we encourage folks to be very open-minded about uh, about going on to PrEP and that if there's any concern about risk for HIV, that PrEP's a really good option. You know, even if it's only for six months, a year, a time in somebody's life where they are concerned about their risk for HIV. And I think we also have some patients who are relatively low risk for HIV, but it's something that really worries them. We know obviously that from the beginning of the HIV epidemic that gay men were also a group that were disproportionately affected by HIV. And so there are many gay men who are very anxious about HIV. And it's a really nice way for those people to be able to have some peace of mind and, and not to have to worry about this in their relationships that they can take their PrEP every day and know that they are really well protected against HIV. 
if someone is vigilant, I mean, really vigilant about condom use, are they going to need PrEP? Well, it, not necessarily. I mean, it really depends. We have some people who are very vigilant about condom use, but they take PrEP as a backup. And those typically might be the folks who experience some real anxiety about HIV. You know, a condom can break or something can happen unexpectedly and they want that extra level of protection. So we really go by what the patient tells us. You know, if somebody comes in and says, yes, I use condoms every single time, but I want this extra layer of protection, then absolutely we'll prescribe. Um, and we encourage patients to use condoms every single time if that's what's right for them. But it, it really depends on the person that we have in front of us. And uh, although condoms are very effective against HIV, um, you know, there's still that small chance that something could go wrong, like a condom breaking. Uh, and often in those cases, it is the anxiety and the stress that people experience around around sex and around HIV, that PrEP just gives them that peace of mind. We have so many people who have started taking PrEP and started dating for the first time in years because this was something that really worried them. And it's so nice to be able to give people that peace of mind. Why do you test people for HIV before they start the prescription of, for PrEP? Yeah, so PrEP is of people who are HIV negative. It is a way to stay HIV negative. So we need to make sure that before we start, this person doesn't have HIV and isn't aware of it. So that's really important. And we actually continue to test for HIV, even when somebody is on PrEP, you know, maybe they missed a couple of pills and there is still that potential that they could get HIV. And, and typically that would be if they weren't maybe taking their medication uh, every day. But we need to make sure that somebody doesn't start with HIV. You know, if somebody has HIV, then we're going to put them on uh, a medication that is going to uh, suppress their viral load and going to treat the HIV. And the PrEP medication actually is an HIV medication, but alone it's not sufficient for somebody who is HIV positive. Somebody who's HIV positive typically is on a combination of three different medications. And our PrEP medications, uh, Descovy and Travada are actually just a combination of two. So it wouldn't be enough. We would need to uh, have that extra uh, extra medication for somebody who is living with HIV. And that's really important because we don't want to uh, risk uh, the person becoming resistant to our HIV medication. So really important that we know somebody's HIV negative, we get them onto PrEP. And if they weren't, that we get them onto the right HIV meds. I want to let listeners know the phone number is 315-571-0013 if anyone is interested in PrEP. And let's differentiate. With pediatric infectious disease, you deal with people up to their early 20s, but people who are older than that can still seek providers through inclusive health services, and people can call that same phone number, right, to reach either service? Yes. So that number is uh, for anybody who's interested in PrEP. That actually comes right through to me, and that could be somebody of any age who is interested or even just has questions about PrEP. You can call or text that number, and I'll take any questions or anything that um, clarify anything uh, if somebody is kind of on the fence about, about PrEP, and then we can get them set up with an appointment with us uh, in pediatrics or uh, at the adult clinic as well. Well, I imagine you get a lot of um, questions to that phone number, either texted in or, or phone called in. Um, one, I imagine, 
have people been asking you if they're taking prep whether they can safely skip condoms yeah that certainly is something that people do ask and while we know that from a public health perspective using condoms every time is the ideal you know we have very high rates of uh, stis like chlamydia and gonorrhea syphilis is on the rise so from a public health perspective we want people to use condoms all of the time but every individual gets to make that decision for themselves that's not for us to enforce not that we could if we wanted to but enforce condom use uh, but that is a question that comes up and all we can do is educate, make sure that people understand what condoms do, what they're really effective at, at doing and uh, what the risks are if somebody is not, you know, if they're not using a condom and, and really present them with really good education so that they can make those decisions for themselves. What do you say to someone who asks if they can take PrEP because they were recently exposed or they think they were to HIV? PrEP medication is for somebody who's HIV negative and has uh, not had any uh, really recent potential exposure to HIV. There is another uh, way that we can uh, prevent HIV in folks who have been uh, potentially re recently exposed, and that is a system called PEP, um, really similar names. If I'd had anything to do with it, we wouldn't have called them uh, PEP and PrEP. It's very confusing. Uh, but uh, PEP stands for post-exposure prophylaxis. And that is medication taken after a potential exposure to HIV. So maybe somebody has unprotected sex or um, they're a victim of uh, sexual assault or maybe they get stuck by a needle. Um, they can take 30 days worth of medication uh, that can prevent HIV infection. And that they need to start that medication within three days of the exposure and ideally as soon as they possibly can. So waiting three days is definitely not ideal and, and it's not very effective uh, by the third day. But uh, if somebody has had an exposure to HIV or, or is worried they've had an exposure, because often people don't know for sure, then they can go um, to the emergency room. They can go to uh, Upstate's pharmacy, our pharmacy will actually provide uh, seven days worth of post-exposure prophylaxis. So somebody doesn't necessarily need to go to the emergency room if that isn't necessary. Uh, and then they would uh, follow up with us. And for many people who access PEP, so uh, post-exposure prophylaxis, so after something has happened, there are definitely some folks who decide to go on to PrEP after that. You know, they an example might be somebody who has had unprotected sex and they're worried that, you know, that after that encounter, they could have got HIV, then we know that PrEP would be a really a better option for them long term, you know, we'll put them onto this uh, shorter term preventative uh, one month um, medications to prevent HIV from this exposure, but really PrEP is so much better. And Often a really good way, I think, to clarify between the two is comparing it to birth control. So thinking of PEP, the post-exposure prophylaxis, kind of like the morning after pill. Granted, PEP you take for 30 days, um, so it's not the same in that, uh, in that way, but it's something that is taken after unprotected sex, uh, in this case, to prevent HIV. Uh, and, and PrEP is more like the uh, contraceptive pill that, that you would take every day, and while you're taking it, it is pretty effective at preventing pregnancy. This is the same uh, for HIV. 
What about someone who would like to take PrEP only when they plan to be sexually active? In other words, they don't want to be on it all the time, but, you know, if they have, you know, an event coming up or whatever where they expect that they're going to be sexually active, would it be effective to take it, you know, like a one-time kind of deal? The system that you're referring to is called on-demand PrEP. And it actually involves taking medication uh, 48 hours before, 24 hours before, uh, and then taking uh, a couple of pills after the encounter as well. So that's called on-demand PrEP. And it's certainly an option that some of our patients do take, those folks who uh, know that they don't really have ongoing risk, but every so often um, they will uh, have maybe unprotected sex or they uh, it's not needed as frequently. Uh, we do have patients who choose to do that. Typically, we encourage patients to go with the kind of one pill a day. And that for most people, that is easier. But on-demand prep, uh, taking it in the way that you describe, it is possible. Uh, but it's not something that we have a lot of people choosing to do. What if someone is concerned about being able to afford prep? Yeah, that's a good question. We have a lot of options to be able to make sure that folks can access prep. It's not perfect but we can do a lot to help people who might have barriers, financial back barriers. So uh, Gilead is the company that makes the medication and they will uh, provide the medication for no cost to people who are uh, uninsured or underinsured. Uh, and then through the state, we're able to uh, do uh, provide assistance with costs of the, of the visit, you know, the labs and the, the medical visit. So for many people who, if someone has uh, insurance that doesn't cover PrEP or, you know, if there is a financial barrier, we can typically help. We also pay for co-pays for folks. So in most cases, we can help people financially. Unfortunately, there's always some who we, they don't, they're not able to apply for some of those programs. They don't meet the criteria. But for many people, we can offer assistance to make sure that they can go into PrEP because we really want anyone who has any risk for HIV to be able to access this. Everybody deserves to, uh, to, to stay HIV negative and to have access to these fantastic medications that can really be life-changing. Well, I appreciate you making time to talk with us about PrEP. I've been talking with Nikki Ruskowski, an education specialist in Upstate's Department of Pediatric Infectious Diseases. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's HealthLink on Air.